This is CliffCentral.com. It's Kupu. It's Kupu. Yours ain't banging like mine. No. Yo, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Gigi Lemayne, and you're tuned into The Unplugged Radio Show on Thursdays right here on Cliff Central from 12 to 1 p.m., baby. Are you ready? It's another one of those really great days. It's time for the Unplugged and Enchant Radio Show. I'm fired up. My name is Weza. Weza, that guy. It's another really great day, guys. It's still winning season. In fact, I stopped saying it's winning season. You know what it is now? It's a winning lifetime. Yeah, it's a winning lifetime, guys. We're winning every single time. You need to have that type of thing as your mindset to say, you know what? You're going to wake up today and you're going to win. You know, I haven't been to the gym in a long time. I woke up today and I said, come on, I'm a doer. You know, sometimes you have to do that because you you have these moments. I think that our lives are constantly programmed to go downhill. You know, I think that's the big clue of life. And that's why gravity is there because we're constantly on a downhill as a default setting. And you have to kind of program yourself to say, no, I'm not going down. I'm going up. It's kind of like a an active thing that you need to do yourself you need to tell yourself that okay cool this is how this is how life's gonna be this is how i'm gonna do it and i don't belong down here mediocre is not for me i am built to win and and that's actually something that you kind of have to work on each and every single morning and each and every single day you kind of need to tell yourself who you're gonna be and how you're gonna do it every single time otherwise you're just gonna you know Start seeing yourself go down It's very important that you kind of Program yourself in that type of way And that you actually program yourself And gear yourself up to win Every single time That's just my little two cents for the day I'm feeling really good I'm feeling really blessed And of course I'm, I'm now trying to just be a blessing to others as well I've got um, Small Koozie with me in studio today Small Say something to the people How are you doing my brother? I'm fantastic man How are you doing? I'm doing great man I'm doing great man It's one yeah. of those things that again You know to rub shoulders with people like you Always inspired Always looking to do the most Every single day Yeah Trying yeah, to keep yeah. on your toes Always being you know On your A game So I'm really great man I can't really complain much Because I myself on my side I try to live the most I try to be motivated I try to reach out for those goals That I You know everybody has a goal Everybody has a dream So therefore you need to always Be self-disciplined And try your best To make sure that your A game He's on the T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, boy. Hey, man, you, you you can be a motivational guy too sometimes. I didn't know that. <laughs> Yo, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, I mean, previously with certain things that I've done before, um, yeah. I've been in those kind of platforms where, where I speak, you know, on behalf of um, young people and whatnot. Yeah. Those are the things that I would love to work on and yeah. maybe, you know, to polish up and maybe do it full time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, it, it is important that, you know, that one just develops themselves in all, in all sorts of areas. You know, there's no need for you to stand back and, um, and watch other people become great and flourish. If you think that you can do something to make yourself a little bit better, actually, why not do it? You know, why not work on yourself and become a little bit better in that field as well? Look, it's important to be dynamic, you know, not to really, um, Cut yourself short um, You know it's, it's always You have to revolve Always be um, You know Willing to learn And to try new things And not yeah. to be in your comfort zone So it's one of the things That is important Yeah I just want to send a shout out To the guys watching live On uh, Facebook right now Some of the guys Are watching live On Facebook and Instagram So yeah yeah We, we, we in tune with you guys as Well this is going to be The shortest hour of the week That's what we claim it to be Every single time And we always really try to uh, Speak 
you know, life into, into people, uh, speak life into, into, um, you know, everything that's happening for you right now, whatever your goal is, it's always important that you, you know, you, uh, surround yourself with like-minded people or people are, that are gonna kind of push you into the right direction, and it's always important that we you, we we uh, always have these type of conversations where we're talking to each other, saying, you know what, bounce, don't break. That type of that type of stuff is really important. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, um, just tell me about uh, the, some of the highlights in your week this thus far. Any highlights? <laughs> Look, um, I think I've got a couple of highlights yeah. um, that are happening right now. I think within my DJing career, yeah, uh, things are really happening, and I think I've, I've I've spoken to you a couple of times. You know, when you know it's it's really nice when you do something when you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. You're not doing it maybe to to get a round of applause, or uh, you're doing it for pride, or anything that is outside the actual you know meaningful um, thing that is about you. And I think I'm, I've been very passionate about what I'm doing, and it's really paying off, and people are loving my work. And you know, when when legends within the music industry and the profession that I'm doing um, recognize that, say, and and they begin to say to you, "Yo, you've got um, potential to be great." Yeah, you know. So I'm I'm really happy in, in that space, and I think uh, for me, those are the kind of things that are really coming together, and I'm working really hard to make sure that I progress. That's very good. That's yeah. very good. Yeah. Okay. Though that that's that sounds like some good stuff. Any lowlights of the week? Lowlights of the week. Um. Jeez, I haven't had day. Hey? Yeah. I think with my break going to Durban, I just came back with such a positive mindset. Great. Um, I mean, every single day since I came back, you know, I've, I've, I've come back refreshed. I needed a bit of a break. So I've come back with that mentality that, yo, every single day, you need to end your day knowing what you have done. Yeah. And you need to have achieved a, a, a certain goal. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, if I, if I had a look on my side, man, there's always something, uh, there's always something. I think I, I, I try to, Always have something to celebrate, even if it's like the small <laughs> things. Like, man, I woke up and I had breakfast. Yeah, because there are times I skip that, but this time I had it. You know, but uh, but if I really think in, in the biggest picture, I mean, I've I've got so many uh, people that always email me saying that um um you know they want to get into let's say speaking or voiceovers or emceeing or or or, or radio or presenting or anything like that, right? And um, so. Far Sometimes we do workshops So after the workshop It's always like So what's next And Now you have to say Well Now you have to, you have, You're armed with a demo Go and take on the, in, the agencies And see if Someone's gonna open up for you And Usually That's where the The bad part is You know um, Usually Agencies are not always That open to To, to people In fact um, You send them emails Upon emails Trying to get in and um you think that hopefully they read the emails and then they maybe would reply some don't reply and you don't know why they didn't reply because you think maybe maybe the email bounced did i write the right email maybe let me check it again maybe let me send it again maybe they were busy you're thinking of all these things now i had a chat with someone actually from a major agency and they said you know what Weza? we don't even read them we just delete them oh wow i was like what that's crazy. That's what they do to people and Yo. their dreams. Jeez. They just delete. They don't even give you a chance. Wow. They don't even read it once to say, let me see, let me see the pictures. Maybe, you know, you go through such lengths. Go and, uh, you pay some money to go do a photo shoot. You pay some money to go do a demo and you think that you need to be somebody. So you need an agency before. 
Kanti, the agencies want you to be somebody without the agency, uh, uh, which kind of doesn't always make sense, you're right? And it, and it's, it, it's rough, man. So, I mean, it got me thinking about two things. Okay. The first one is that, um, I started getting involved with, with, um, with, uh, guys who, who were making platforms, who would have like these competitions or showcases and things like that. And that's pretty much how I started, um, or, or, or how I got involved with Mzanti Arts and how I now own Mzanti Arts. And what we lit- re- literally doing is we're trying to create a platform to say, yo, guys, um, at least come and do your stuff here. And we invite some agencies to say, you know what? I know you hate the emails, but come and watch a free show. And there's some really talented kids here because we've already filtered out the wooden mics. So they get to come there and they're watching and they're saying, wow, this kid is good. I want to get this one on my books. You see, now there, now people can actually finally Enter. get into the industry because the the agencies are now, it's now a direct channel. They, they're sitting there and they're watching. Um, scouts, agencies, all these type of people, they're watching and they're saying, hmm, wow, that's, these kids are talented. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that we, because they would have never gotten a chance to see you because of their systems. Very like true. I got in through the cracks with this agency that I'm with because clearly they only take people that are already accomplished, but somehow they took me when I was not accomplished, mm-hmm. but it, it shows, I mean, now they're making good money from me. You know what I mean? But if they had adopted their same approach to me too, then they would have lost out on me. How many other Wezas are out there whose emails are being deleted? You know yep. what I mean? That's yeah, what that's I'm starting to think. And I'm thinking, I mean, it could be singing, <clears throat> acting, comedy, voiceovers. It could be anything. But there's so many other young people that are, are just getting chucked to the side. No one is even giving them a chance. And you're thinking, so now where must they get in? Now, how must they get in? Like, if you're going to just delete the email. You know what I mean? So these are the type of challenges that are out there. So I, I'm very, very excited to to have this type of platform that I'm that I'm working on now with, with the team that I'm working with. And, um, and we, you know, it, it's, it's very good because guys are coming on board and trying to help us out, giving us venues. Um, celebrities are coming on board saying, yo, you know what? I want to come and I want to do a workshop there. I want to talk to the young people and I want to inspire. We got Mo from Mikasa. He's going to come and inspire some young people. Um, we got, um, um, Buntle Muritsele. She's a great dancer. She's going to come through, do a bit of a dancing thing as well and te- talking about the business behind dancing itself. We got some guys coming in in the comedy space. We got people coming in in acting and in voiceovers and in all these. So it's great. It's exciting because you we get to you know make sure that the the young people's minds or not, let me not say young people that the people's minds are geared up in the right way. And then the next day they actually get to showcase to the actual agencies and scouts and things. And that's now where things can actually pick up from the ground you know and, mm. and people's careers can actually launch yep. so so that's that's what i'm working on right now and um yeah look man if i can say stuff i can see the, i can see the passion in your face <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. it, it's a, i think it's it's a really great platform that you've actually um you know the one that you, you've created and it, it's going to give a lot of young people a great great opportunities because i mean some of them as as the, the auditions are going to be obviously in different different um Venues and cities, and I think it's it's a good thing um, the way that it's all structured with the different kind of people and personnel that are gonna come and and be part part of of this event. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, um, that that's pretty much what we what 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 uh, I'm seeking to do next. And uh, 
it's it's really just the premise of the show. We're saying you need to be unplugged and in charge yeah. of seeing if, if you can solve some of the problems that you see around you. You know, if you see a problem and you see a problem in the industry, don't just turn a blind eye and say, ah, guys, as long as I'm eating, I'm fine. Yeah. You know what? What if you could be the one to open up a whole new channel, make make many people's careers pick up just because you created a certain platform where people could interact with others and then something could happen from there. And then when you leave, people can say, because of this, we remember that Small was here. You know, that Weza was here. And that's, that, I think that's what many people really want. They want, um, we, the, in our deeper desires just to, to, um, live a life of contribution, you mm-hmm. know, to leave a mark, as Simpio would normally say, you know, you need to leave your mark. Mm-hmm. People need to know that you were here. Even when you're gone and they need to say, man, you know what? There's something I remember. There was a guy here and this, you know why this is built like this? There was a guy that came here long ago, you know, True. um, when I was around three years old, my mama told me I'm the salt of the earth. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that means you need to come out here, man, and you need to put some seasoning and some flavor into the life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you, yeah. if you, if you really want to take that salt analogy far, man, you can't Put salt in nobody's food And then they not taste That they were yeah. salt in the food Even though with the, when right. you're gone That's There's right. still that taste of mm, I think there was salt That's right. Somewhere in this food You yeah, know what I mean right. So I'm a little bit sorry But I'm about to be salty <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah So that's that's what I live by You know I just think that we need to Flavor the world, man that's Come great. up with an idea We're young We got the energy right now We got the time yep. um, Even though you don't always feel like you have the time but man just use your energy in more than just one thing and and seek to create and to innovate and to build because even back in the days alexander the great those guys were like 21 you when you think of alexander the great you probably think about a 60 year old he died before he got into his mid 30s he died early very young that means most of the stuff that he did was done at a really young age all that amazing stuff that you know about alexander he did that stuff in his 20s and it's not only him but the more you can start to count kings even from the bible times these people did Amazing things in their teens and their twenties. We don't have to wait till we become this other person. It's as if people are still waiting to live. You know, there are people who, who, um, it, it's like, no, I'm just pushing this thing now, but once it's done, I'm gonna live the life. I'm gonna actually live when I finish this thing. I, I was chatting to this guy. His, um, his dad is re- very, very successful and, um, and his dad and I had a conversation and his dad was saying, yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to retire when I'm 55 mm-hmm. and then I'm going to live like I'm going to travel and tour and whatever and do this and do that. Because he he thinks that the life he's only going to live once. once he, you know, once something else happens, once he gets enough money, yeah. once I once I uh, uh, my kids are done at school, once once they've grown up, once my 
my my daughter's married once you know there's always this i will but like i'm trying to get my ducks in a row mm-hmm. the ducks will never come in a row man ducks never <laughs> form a proper row it's yeah. and it's yeah. more like chickens like life is not like ducks really it's more like chickens so mm-hmm. chickens are never in a row have you ever seen chickens walking in a row no. never even when they little um when they little chicks they're like everywhere scattered and life is like that and how does the mother Keep the, the the young ones in in going in one direction. She just starts walking. Yep. She just starts walking, makes and a then sound, they follow. and then they follow. 100%. Yeah. This thing of thinking that you're gonna try and get them in a row and then you're gonna start walking. It's not. That's you need to get some some examples from the chickens, man. Leave the ducks. <laughs> Look at the chickens. Just start walking, yeah, and yeah, things will yeah. start to happen. Just grab life yeah, by the horns. Exactly. 100%. You know. Um. A couple of things still. Um. Still talking about birds. Maybe before we before I carry on with the bird analogy. Um, um, I, I made an example about, for instance, a taxi, uh, with this, with this, this, this successful man's son. I talked to him about a, a taxi example saying that, um, let's say you are in a hurry to go to Johannesburg, right? Um, for instance, if you were in a hurry, um, to go to Johannesburg and, uh, you really, really needed to, to get there as soon as possible. The first thing that you would, you would probably do is that you try to look for a taxi. Now there's two taxis that you see. One taxi is actually standing right there on the side of the road waiting for many people to actually get on, right? So it's just sitting there and, um, there's like three people inside and you're looking at it and you're thinking, ah, oh, three people. Ish, I'm not sure how fast this taxi is going to get there. And then you look at the other taxi. There's a taxi driving down the road and the, the robot has just turned green. I mean, it just turned red. So it just stopped, but you can see it's going. It only has one person inside, but it's going to Joburg. So this means that these guys, they are two taxi drivers. They both have a need to make some money today yeah. and they both need to get to Joburg and they're hoping to get there with a full load and some money. Yeah. But one decided to say, you know what? I'm going to sit and wait and I'm going to wait until all my ducks are in a row. Until I have enough people in the taxi to validate me actually driving this road. Otherwise, I'm not going to do this. The other dude decided, you know what? I might not have everything I need, but I need to get going because I need to get there. And, um, and hopefully he's with, got this faith that he's going to meet the right people along the road as he goes to Joburg. And by the time he gets there, the taxi will be full. Yep. When you're standing there and you are the decision maker in terms of who you're going to give money to today and how your life is going to plan out, who whose taxi do you most likely want to get into? The, the taxi that's driving or the taxi that's parked here waiting? The one that's driving. The one that's driving, right? Yeah. Because you're thinking, hey, here's the taxi that's moving. Let's go. And man, one, two, three, his taxi is full and... You know what? He, he's in Joburg yep. and things worked out. And in the same hour he got to Joburg, that guy was still waiting there and he's got now seven people in and he still needs 14 to, to actually validate him driving. So he's still standing there. This dude's already making a return trip. You know, he comes back, he goes again, and maybe on his third trip, the other one actually only departs. Yep. So what I mean here is that, um, the people that we are waiting for in our lives are like, you, when you have that money in your pocket and you have to decide who are you going to work with. And the people we're waiting for only want to work with people who are already moving. 
So make that move. Go. Do it now. You don't have Very the ducks true. in a row. Very Just true. go. Have the faith. You will meet them on the way. Because when they see you moving, they're like, hey, I want to get there quickly. And this guy looks like he's going to get me there. Let's go. Yep. And then the other dude who's still waiting to get all his ducks in a row, you know, things don't always quite work out as quickly as he wanted, as good as he wanted. And that's actually what happens in life as well. You want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, it, it, I think it's, it's a concept of being proactive, not reactive, not waiting for things to happen. Then you, 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 know, you act on that. I think it, it's a really great example. And, and it's one of the things that, again, it needs a lot of self-discipline and to make sure what you're about, what do you want and where do you want to be at in the future? Yeah, no. Uh, well, you're actually definitely, definitely right. I've got this video here. Um, my guys on Facebook might not be able to, to hear it, but it's, it's, um, entitled Life Lessons, um, Live, Learn and Be Motivated. And, uh, it's, it's actually quite fantastic. And we're going to just try and see if we can play the audio of it. Uh, and basically how it starts is by saying that if you want to change the world, you need to start by making your bed. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> you're thinking, what? Make your bed? Yeah, you need to actually start by making your bed. I'm just trying to get the right aux cable. Uh, we're going to see if we can actually get this to work. I see now, because Cliff Central is making money, there's too many aux cables. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's see if this one works. Change the world. Cool. So here it is. Entitled, if you want to change the world, start by making your bed. If you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. If you make your bed every morning... You will have accomplished the first task of the day. It will give you a small sense of pride, and it will encourage you to do another task, and another, and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. Making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made, that you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. To pass SEAL training, there are a series of long swims that must be completed. One is the night swim. Before the swim, the instructors joyfully brief the students on all the species of sharks that inhabit the waters off San Clemente. They assure you, however, that no student has ever been eaten by a shark, at least not that they can remember. But you are also taught that if a shark begins to circle your position, stand your ground. Do not swim away. Do not act afraid. And if a shark, hungry for a midnight snack, darts towards you, then summons up all your strength and punch him in the snout, and he will turn and swim away. There are a lot of sharks in the world. If you hope to complete the swim, you will have to deal with them. So if you want to change the world, don't back down from the sharks. Over a few weeks of difficult training, my SEAL class, which started with 150 men, was down to just 42. There were now six boat crews of seven men each. I was in the boat with the tall guys, but the best boat crew we had was made up of the little guys, the munchkin crew, we called them. No one was over five foot five. The Munchkin boat crew had one American Indian, one African American, one Polish American, one Greek American, one Italian American, and two tough kids from the Midwest. They out paddled, outran, and outswam all the other boat crews. 
The big men in the other boat crews would always make good-natured fun of the tiny little flippers the munchkins put on their tiny little feet prior to every swim. But somehow these little guys from every corner of the nation and the world always had the last laugh, swimming faster than everyone and reaching the shore long before the rest of us. SEAL training was a great equalizer. Nothing mattered but your will to succeed, not your color, not your ethnic background, not your education, not your social status. If you want to change the world, measure a person by the size of their heart, not by the size of their flippers. The ninth week of training is referred to as Hell Week. It is six days of no sleep, constant physical and mental harassment, and one special day at the Mud Flats. The Mud Flats are an area between San Diego and Tijuana where the water runs off and creates the Tijuana Sloughs, a swampy patch of terrain where the mud will engulf you. It is on Wednesday of Hell Week that you paddle down to the Mud Flats and spend the next 15 hours trying to survive the freezing cold, the howling wind, and the incessant pressure to quit from the instructors. As the sun began to set that Wednesday evening, my training class, having committed some egregious infraction to rules, was ordered into the mud. The mud consumed each man till there was nothing visible but our heads. The instructors told us we could leave the mud if only five men would quit. Only five men, just five men, and we could get out of the oppressive cold. Looking around the mud flat, it was apparent that some students were about to give up. It was still over eight hours till the sun came up. Eight more hours of bone-chilling cold. The chattering teeth and the shivering moans of the trainees were so loud, it was hard to hear anything. And then one voice began to echo through the night. One voice raised in song. The song was terribly out of tune, but sung with great enthusiasm. One voice became two and two became three, and before long, everyone in the class was singing. The instructors threatened us with more time in the mud if we kept up the singing, but the singing persisted, and somehow the mud seemed a little warmer, and the wind a little tamer, and the dawn not so far away. If I have learned anything in my time traveling the world, it is the power of hope, the power of one person, a Washington, a Lincoln, King, Mandela, and even a young girl from Pakistan, Malala. One person can change the world by giving people hope. So if you want to change the world, start each day with a task completed. Find someone to help you through life. Respect everyone. Know that life is not fair and that you will fail often. But if you take some risks, step up when the times are the toughest, face down the bullies, lift up the downtrodden, and never, ever give up. If you do these things, the next generation and the generations that follow will live in a world far better than the one we have today. And what started here will indeed have changed the world for the better. Yeah, so that's it. Start by making your bed. <laughs> wow. Okay. What do you think about that? That was, that was powerful. Yeah. That was powerful. Sure. It's, I mean, I personally, I need, I needed to hear something like that. I think, yo, if you didn't get the message, I don't know what's wrong about you. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. So yeah, really, it's, it's really fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think, um, 
It's so profound. Uh, and in fact, I, I was, I'm normally a guy that struggles to make his bed in the morning. I must not lie. <laughs> but like after watching this every single morning, I say, if you want to change the world, you need to start by making your bed. <laughs> and I literally, <laughs> and I made my bed this morning and I tweeted about it. <laughs> Just I had to put it out there. Yeah. Cause that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's actually really, really true. You know, it's, it's important that we, we work on ourselves. And, um, and we, we start by making, you know, smaller little, um, changes over time. These small little winning habits over True. time actually, um, True. you know, um, over time they, they actually mount up to bigger tasks completed and you actually start doing really, really well. And you know, as and it starts by something as similar as making your bed. Yeah, man. And, and, you know, as I was listening to that, one, one of the biggest shocks that, you know, we personally actually, uh, face it, it sometimes it might not be people that we physically see sometimes yeah. the biggest shock that we we face it personally is is uh demotivation mm. you know where where you want to do things but this thing keeps on pulling you back and it causes you to procrastinate and you know you set yourself goals but you end up being so lazy or for some reason you don't have that oomph you know to yeah. tackle it so i think mm. one of the biggest shocks and, and i think you know listening to that video and motivation yo man it's powerful what more Power. can i say it is very uh, i think it, it's it's very good um it's very good that we we gear ourselves up in the right way um i mean that's that's the only way you're going to win it's yeah. you, it really has to start with you know with some some of the inner conflicts that you need to address and you need to actually stand up to the bullies you know what i mean when it said that True. Sometimes you're going to be circled by some sharks. You need to sum up all the inner strength within you. You know. And just punch that shark in the face. That's what's up. <laughs> that is yeah, what's up. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to hit you with a, um, a, a good old song. I, I normally like, uh, a song just like this one right here because, uh, it, I like the whole winning vibe of, uh, of the song that, uh, that, that Drake made. And, uh, you know what I mean? We're just going to, we're not just going to keep it. We're just going to keep it fresh with something real cool right here. And then we're going to come back and, um, and we're going to talk about some really cool things about, yeah. um, you know, just shaping yeah. your mind and shaping your, b- yeah. your whole life, really. Celebrating every day because I'm really, really fresh at the coke house. Counting up every single day, about to bring a whole nother whip. Yeah, well, we're still right here. We're still right here. And, uh, I was, I, I still promised that I was going to talk about the, the whole eagle analogy. Um, and it's actually quite important that we learn from nature. Now, eagles are one of my favorite animals to learn anything from. I don't like to learn much from ducks because ducks are always low flying. Like ducks have nothing amazing about them. They're just out here complaining about life. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> complaining. And they're always complaining in groups, uh, because that's, that's what losers do. They just chill in groups and complain about the conditions, about this, about that. They're not really action oriented things you know um but but eagles on the other hand you know they fly high they've got vision they see far into the future they've got leadership qualities man those things are go-getters you know they they fend for their families defend and attack and they they just amazing predators and they're focused and you know they're hustlers of nature you know but there's some really interesting stuff that you can learn from eagles and i'm gonna Share with you some stuff that you might not even know about eagles. You know, I, I also just came across this information, I think in this week or in last week. And I just thought, wow, even more you can learn from an eagle. And that just makes eagles one of my favorite animals. Now, listen to this. The eagle has the longest lifespan of its species. It can live for up to 70 years. Did you know that? 
70 I didn't years. Know that. It can live as long as a human Jeez. being, really. Jeez. 70 yeah. years is a very long time. The interesting thing, though, is that um, though it can leave, live up to 70 years, but it, uh, it, uh, for it to reach this age, the eagle must make a very difficult decision. And this is actually a life-changing decision. In its 40th year, the eagle's long and flexible talons can no longer grab prey, which it normally uses to, to, you know, to get food. Um, its long and sharp beak becomes bent. It's old aged and heavy wings due to the thick, f- f- um, uh, 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 due to the thick feathers stick to its chest and make it difficult to fly. Like all that makes an eagle great around the age of 40, Ebaba, Tololo. And I mean, imagine yeah. no Italians, t- you can't catch food. Your beak is no longer as sharp and, and as great as it was. So you can't even attack things I- the way you used to. Uh, like a lot of things change when the eagle gets to around 40. Then the eagle is left with only two options. Okay. Die. Yeah. Or go through a painful process of change. Jeez, right? What happens with the whole change thing? You, you're probably now wondering, I mean, what could possibly happen during the whole change process? Uh-huh. The process lasts for up to 150 days. That's about five months. The process requires the eagle to fly to a mountaintop and sit on its nest. The, e- the, 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 um, um, there, the eagle knocks its beak against a rock until it plucks it out, the beak. Gets plucked out by oh, knocking wow. it against the, uh, a rock. All right. Then the eagle will wait for the new beak to grow back. After which, it will pluck out its talons. When its talons grow back, the eagle starts plucking out its old-aged feathers, so that new feathers can grow. Wow. The stuff with stuff takes a long time. It really stays there, starving itself, because it can't really eat much for this. Pr- for this time mm-hmm. But once this is done After this The eagle takes its famous flight Of rebirth And lives for another 30 years Yo man Yeah That is some powerful stuff Yeah That is some powerful stuff Wow Learn a lesson from an eagle I mean in order to survive and live We too have to start the change process Mm-hmm. If an eagle can make a life-saving and life-changing decision at the age of around 40, when it reaches its like midlife, mm-hmm. why can't we? That's some some interesting stuff we can learn from an eagle. That is powerful. Yeah. That is powerful, man. And, and I think it's, it's a lot of motivation. I mean, if, if animals can do such, why not us humans who are more, you know, we can think for ourselves. Yeah, we, we always brag about how we are so intelligent. But what about, you know, making some of the life-changing decisions? There are some things that maybe are not working out right now and you need to kind of change something. Otherwise, you, you, you literally only going to be left with two options, change or die. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there are so many people who maybe are going in the, in, in the, in the, in the route right now that's not leading to anything fruitful. And you can kind of see the calamity approaching and you're thinking, ah oh, man, life is sucks. Why has life got to be like this? You know, there's this one man that I met at Macro. He works there. 
And I, you know, we started getting in into a series of discussions week after week of motivation. You know, I'd come to him and I'm like, and I'd shake his hand. I'm like, I'm the salt. I am the flavor. I'm the juice. And, he, you know, he'd feel motivated as well just from hearing me speak. Yeah. And, he, you know, he started making some changes in his life. Man, I told him, you know, if you want good things to happen, you need to start by you. You need to um, just look better. When you look better, you start you feel to feel better. better. When you start to feel better, you start to act better. And when you start to act better, things start to become better. You know? <laughs> and, you know, he started, okay, 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 Wes, I'm going to try. I'm going to try it. It would start off with little things like just trimming his beard and trying to look presentable. You know what? Um, making sure he's wearing that other um, a jersey, a newer one, or maybe buttoning up some shirt because... He used to live a life that, that drained him so much. He came from being so promising. Um, he was studying law. Everything seemed like it was going to go his way. And then all of a sudden, things just started falling apart. He found himself involved in drugs with friends that were not going in the right direction. He got stuck. He had to go to rehab and things just fell apart. And he had a child this side and, oh man, life was just not what it was supposed to be. Then he got a job at, at a, you know, at Macro thinking, ah, no, it's just a retail job for Solanka. 20 years later, he's still there and he's thinking, oh shucks, my life is over. You know what? And he thought, ah, there's nothing, you know, I can't, there's nothing, uh, my life, my, my, I'm just living for my kids now. You know what I mean? And he's still young, man. Like, you're just in your 40s. Like, you just, you just got here. Like, <laughs> you're still young. You made some mistakes in your 20s, sure. And now you're stuck here, but it's not over yet, man. You're still out here. You're still breathing. And he needed that second chance, you know. In that first month of us, you know, of him starting to make some changes, he said that, his sales had literally almost doubled and things were starting to get come better because now you have a little bit more money you start feeling good things look good around you you start being able to con contribute more at home you could do things for the kids things started changing you know what happened yeah um in the end of the semester in the end of the quarter the, the there was a parent meeting everyone had to come fetch the reports for of all the kids right sure, sure. and he was now telling me this while we were sitting there um, and he says to me, you know what happened? I got there and, you know, I'm usually used to my child, you know, not doing so well. Mm -hmm. And I'd normally get the lecture from the teacher. And, you know, so he was already dragging his feet going, you know what I mean? When your parent you. knows that, Iwena, you're not very good. So I, I so they're already yeah. bracing themselves before they get into the class because they know, hey, reporter is Wamnan. <laughs> you know, he was already bracing himself like that, walking into the class. And um, the teacher said, hi. Oh, um, sir, ha it, good to see you. I will... I've been expecting you, and he's like, "Yes, yes, I. What, 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 what is it?" And he said, and she said, "I just wanted to commend you. Look, your child has done extremely well. He's now in our top ten. And he's like, "What?" And he's so surprised himself, like, "Yes." And Matt's even topped the class. Look, and he's looking at this thing, and. He's so surprised and he said he almost wanted to cry. He was teary eyed, you know, as a father and you, you hear it. Wow. And the, the teacher said, what changed? Like, yeah. what did you guys do differently? What changed? And the father said, you know what? For thing, for, for things to change, I had to change. Wow, man. Yo, I know that guy. I was like, yo. And he's right, you know. 100%. If we want to see things change around us, I mean, 
Um, Brian Tracy says it perfectly. The world, think of the world as a 360 degree mirror. And whatever you see out, uh, whatever you see is a result of what you've shown Till now This is what you've shown us Till now This is what you've shown That you're co- possibly capable of This is all your thoughts your, your life is a summary Of all your thoughts Because you're, a man can only be As great as his thoughts If you have not thought A thing greater Then it will not materialize Nothing greater than your thoughts Will ever materialize in your life Nothing greater than your thoughts That's how powerful your thoughts are So clearly You are really powerful If you can just Think in the right way Decide to start changing you Then all of a sudden The things that you see around you Start to change Because if you You know That they say the lesser man Bashes the mirror Says Hi man This thing does not look right Hey life is unfair Bash that mirror Hi man People uh-uh. You know what I mean yeah. Bash the mirror For the bad fortune That you've been dealt But actually The wiser man Looks at the mirror And decides to make an adjustment Just adjust your tie Adjust your, you know, adjust, you know, pull up your pants a little bit, pull up the socks, and you see a difference in what you see outside as well. Your whole surrounding starts to change because you started to change. And this was just a beautiful thing for me to have actually witness happen to an actual person. Like, I, I, I got him when he was, you know, one of the lower performing guys, the, the negative guy that's always complaining about who's stealing whose customers, always blaming the world why he's not making sales, always blaming the world why he's not where he wants to be. And then for once, you know, imagine you, obviously you're going to also blame your kids for not being smart. You're like, I'm, <laughs> he was blaming everything for everything. Yeah. And for once he decided, let me change. Look at myself. He started being present at home. You know, some people, when they get home, they switch off. They switch on at work, but they switch off when they get home. Actually, those are the people you need to switch on to. Some people, again, said some of the wisest things, like some of the wisest people that have been the most successful, one of the things that they do right is that they treat their family as if they were their best customers. Treat the family like you treat your customers, your best customers. And I mean, how do you treat your best customers? You, you're present, you're alive, you, you switched on because you know, you know what I mean? You see the potential of this relationship. So you want to always cultivate it. And that's actually how we need to be treating our, our family as well. And if we do, things start to change. Things are going to be totally, totally different. And this is what he started to do. He started changing himself and then things started to change all around him. So I think if you can learn one thing today is that, Hey man, Look in the mirror and say What can I change What can I change about me You know Because maybe if you change some stuff about you You'll start seeing a big change out there If you want success Overwhelming success to start to come your way You need to kind of attract it by Being an overwhelmingly successfully thinking person You need to be thinking the, the successful thoughts You need to be living within them And expecting them to come into your life And then all of a sudden things actually start to come I think that's just some really good uh, Food for thought for the day Yeah, it goes it goes a little bit back to what, what you mentioned Earlier on whereby, you know You don't wait for things to happen Yeah, You know, if you want to be successful If you see yourself as a success You need to be a success in your mind first Yeah, You can't expect success to come later But mm. you live it in the present Yeah Yeah yeah, guys, the reason the sea is salty is not because the sea 
is salty and then therefore we get the salt from the sea. It's cause the salt is salty and it made the sea salty. <laughs> yeah! You are the salt. <laughs> it starts with you. <laughs> you know what? We know what I'm thinking as you say yeah. that. There should be something. I don't know. There must be something like a, a tagline cause the way you do the salty thing. Yeah! You're it. Man, who knows? Maybe I could be, I can make my own salt brand someday. I'm like, you need to be salty. <laughs> But um, it's true, guys. It's so true. You know, um, maybe a, a last thing, just in in terms of still talking about about success, is that often at times we meet people that that are, for instance, like this gentleman. He's in a whole new world of his own. Things are going this way and that way for him, and it's because of context. Like if you understand someone's context, you can understand where they come from, and you can work with people better. The reason this man is not performing so well is because of a series of other things that happened in his life that you might not know about right now. And if you're just gonna judge him as a low life, underperforming, underachiever, that doesn't deserve to be here and you don't give him a chance he'll never be the top performing um salesperson right now that gentleman i was speaking about the one that comes from drugs and comes from dropping out at law and everything yep. he's enrolling at unisa for a degree right now he's the top salesperson of his division and he's really doing well you know and that's that's the type of stuff that people can actually um do they can become new eagles take flight yet again yes. fresh alive and vibrant if you give them a fair chance you know i think that in relationships or or even in friendships there's this in thing that we need to understand i got so many philosophies guys i think i should write a book like guys <laughs> you guys who are listening you guys are going to be the first ones to buy my book like if i write a book but it's going to be weird because everything that's in the book has already been spoken here right you can listen literally listen to all the podcasts in the last three years and you can literally sum up the book but it's been so powerful like yeah. it's been so amazing but anyway Here's another one of Weza's philosophies. Weza once said, I just need to put it out there, you know. So imagine if it was as if we are living on a, on a tennis court, right? And any relationship, any friendship that you get into is like a tennis match. But pe- people, because of their backgrounds, because of what, where we all come from, everyone comes with their own racket to the tennis court. Some people bring a tennis racket. Some pre- people bring, you know, those ones that you play table tennis with. They bring those ones. Mm-hmm. Some people bring a baseball bat, a cricket bat. And they all brought these things to a tennis match because that's just what life has dealt them. That's what growing up with one parent does to you. That's what um, growing up with two gay parents does to you. That's what growing up with no parents does to you. That's what um, having no siblings does to you. That's what having only girls in the family does. You, all these different things make people different, right? True. The biggest mistake that we normally make is to think that people are just like us. So we think that uh, we're going to play tennis together and you're using the same racket that I'm using. And by the way, you're also standing exactly opposite me where I'm standing. So normally that's the biggest challenge. What's important is that we understand that if you're going to play with someone, whether in a relationship or whether in a friendship or in a working relationship, you have to understand where the person is standing. Otherwise, if you hit to the, to the gaps, like if you hit, if the person's standing to your right and you hit the ball to your left, realize that there are high chances that this person's gonna have to stretch himself many times to try and meet your demands, meet your expectations. And many times, maybe five times out of ten or six times out of ten, they're gonna miss the ball or they're not gonna be where you thought they were gonna be. And you're gonna get irritated. You're gonna get frustrated. This match is 
not flowing. I've seen matches on Serena Williams and those guys on TV. Why isn't this match looking like that one? We're always having to fetch the ball here, taking time out to fetch balls. Every single day, we're fetching balls because Small is not standing where I want him to stand. He's not hitting the ball the way I want him to hit it. Yeah. He's hitting the ball too hard. Why is the ball always going over the top? Why, you why, know? why, why? And then people start to fight. Be- uh, or then people start to not get along or they start to, you know, have so many different uh, areas where they, they have differences in and then it life starts to actually become a, a real challenge, whether at work, at home, or even with friends. Yeah. But if you... Bef- uh, this is what needs to happen. Before we go onto the pitch, we need to have a chat. Hey, man, are you ready for the tennis match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I brought a baseball bat. What do you have this for? Well, I've got a cricket bat. Oh, you got a cricket bat. Oh, those things actually don't hit the ball the same as this one. Those are pretty hard and heavy. Yeah. So that means I'm going to have to hit the ball slow. Otherwise, you're not going to hit the ball sometimes because... Um, because the, yours is heavier than mine, right? Very true. Um, what shoes are you wearing, Small? Oh, because I'm wearing like proper, I'm wearing like Nikes here. What are you wearing? Um, I'm wearing Reeboks. You're wearing Reeboks, but those look like flip flops. Sharks. <laughs> Listen, flip flops might actually hurt you. Sometimes when you're running with flip flops on a tennis court, you, you're gonna get hurt. So what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna try not hit the ball too far from where you're standing. I'm gonna actually hit the ball straight to you so that you don't have to run because I realize that running and trying to be, uh, like agile is gonna hurt you in this type of game. So yeah. I'm gonna hit the ball slow and I'm gonna hit it straight to you so that you can hit it back to me. Where are you gonna stand, by the way? You're gonna stand to the left there by the corner or maybe closer to me? I'm, I'm gonna stand in the far left. You see what I mean? Yeah. These are the type of things that need to happen before we get into a match. But mm-hmm. normally in relationships and friendships, people are so quick to just get in. Hey, Baba, say chola. <laughs> and then people are just off. And normally, that normally now makes, makes life quite hard. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, we either have certain differences and life's just pretty hard. So guys, uh, in just the last conclusion, it's the shortest hour of the week. We have to sh- wrap things up right now. We just had to say, make sure that if you're an eagle and you want to live past 40, that you are open to change. And just like the eagle, you have to change some stuff about yourself. Change some of the functions. Change some of the features. Because when you do, things start to change. Things start around you start to look totally different from what they used to look like before. And you can actually start making progress in the things that you want to make progress in. And you can live a long life and live a life worth living as well. Then the next thing is really just... Make sure that you understand where people are standing, man. Make sure you understand how this life thing works in in, in interpersonal relationships. Understanding where people are. Be considerate. And you might actually see even your relationships with other people or even the way people perform, whether in the, in their relationship or whether at, at the workplace, they'll start to perform different because you gave them a chance. You gave them a chance to understand where they're standing, what they're holding, how they came here and what life has dealt them. And you managed to, uh, you know what, accommodate that as well. Small, any last thoughts? Look, man, this is the Unplugged Radio Show. We seek to give you the best, nothing but the best. It's been a great show, the shortest hour of the week. We're going to be back again next week. If you want to follow me on on, on, on social media, it's at Spokuzi on Twitter, on Instagram. That's where you're going to find me and all my movements and whatnot. And all the updates for the show, you're going to find us there. And then, yeah, we're going to catch you next week. It's been a great show. 
cool stuff. I'm at Weza, that guy. Tell me what you thought about the show. Um, hashtag unplugged radio shows what I we know. are on, uh, on Twitter in terms of just the, and, and hashtag. And yeah, man, thank you very much, guys. It's been another one of those really short hours and it's a great one yet again. This is cliffcentral.com.